0: 2017 uh, here in the U.S. Uh, and um, oh man, we have got a great show for you. So um, we're we haven't done a show for uh, since December 23rd, 2016. So it's been a couple months, and we're going to uh, get right into it here. And I'm going to bring in my, my co-host. Oh.
1: A fight I'd come be on a heavy trail, head full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast. She said, Do you come from Ananda? Under-
2: under- Hi, how are you going? <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: Hello. welcome! It's been so long. I'm sure all of our listeners are like, "Where's Brenda? I need my fix of Brenda."
2: Ah, she's still here.
0: <laughs> she's still here. She's down under. She's
2: still here. No. Same stuff. Yeah. You know. <laughs> she lives down <laughs>
0: under. On on under the what? What is? What are you under? How come you're down under?
2: Oh, what, under the equator. Under? So they tell us the planet's a certain way up. We're on the underside, apparently. Well, well, who Depend,
1: says what's up and what's safety. down?
2: We could who, be on who, the top of the world. That's what they tell exactly. us anyway.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, who, <laughs> may, who
1: makes stuff up? I guess I have to have a point That's
2: what
1: we're
0: They say. They
2: say, they say uh, so, you're breaking up. You're breaking up.
1: You're breaking up.
2: Yeah, you're breaking up, Dave. You're breaking up.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not breaking up. There's no breaking up going on here, but what we're going to do now is... How we start off our show. Do little music.
1: Gonna be a I
0: cry. So that is Olivia Holt doing a song called Carry On for Disney, and that is the theme song for Kim Dahl from Canada. Hey, Kim, welcome to the room. Hey,
3: how are you guys? Hey. Good to be back.
0: It is it's so good to have you back, and it's so good for us to be back on the air. Um, you know, we decided that we were not going to do a blog talk show anymore because the audio is not top-notch. So we were going to move over to Spreaker. Uh, but in the midst of the shift, we have decided that video cast would be much better for what we are teaching than podcasts because we're sitting here trying to explain something that you really need to see so and and when your uh audio is choppy and it's missing every other word it doesn't uh behoove the information and i can't believe i just used the word behoove and, and, but that's what this show does it gives you chances to words that aren't even made up yet, So, um, even though behoove is. I know, I know, you guys. Don't send me a bunch of texts or, you know, stuff saying. Um, So today, so everybody who hasn't listened or everybody who hasn't listened in a while, um, I am Patrick Webster Small. I've discovered something in the atmosphere, and the reason I say I've discovered it is because I seem to be the first one that has came out with confidence and said it's there. I'm not saying that other people have not seen it. I'm saying that I'm the one who figured it out that it is something. I'm not crazy. So many people come to me and say, "Oh, thank you Patrick for for basically for telling me I'm not crazy." Either I'm not crazy or we're all crazy. And I think that is both that's the case. Is that we are all in the same boat. Uh, so um, I've, I saw this phenomenon happening, and all of a sudden I realized through research, uh, through looking at pictures very closely, that we're dealing with a, a being, another species of uh, of being, just like human beings. Um, we're dealing with uh, extraterrestrial being, and the reason I say extraterrestrials is because as soon as I found them in the atmosphere, I started looking for them elsewhere, and I found them everywhere. So this form that we're going to talk about, which is the Webster phenomena, this form of this being, the way that they look, is Everywhere in visual sight, it's everywhere throughout the universe. It's everywhere on Earth. It creates nature. Now you're saying, how is that possible? Where well, our eyesight has been uh, fixed a certain way, so we see only certain things out of out of the pool of things that are here. So if you look at life as that you are seeing everything that's here, that is not the case, and we're here to set this all straight, that there's a whole bunch of things that are, that are in fact, right in front of your eyes that you're not seeing. And that we're here to explain that so you can partake in this reveal, and this is why I, I post that this is Revelation, Because revelation means revealing, to reveal, to show something that hasn't been shown before. So nature is revealing, whether it is through consciousness or it's actually physically revealing itself. Now, through looking back over old movies, old pictures, TV shows from the 80s, 70s, 60s, where they show the outside, they show the sky in the background. I can see that this has been here forever. That this has been available for humans to see forever. The reason and the reason seeing it, and the reason I found it is because I was very interested in the chemtrails. And it just didn't sit right with me that it's some conspiracy to kill everybody on Earth. Just didn't see it that way. And so we're going to talk a little bit about chemistry Not in the conspiracy way. But I've been really researching and taking tons of pictures of these airplanes when they come overhead. And zooming in on them and finding out what the manu- who the manufacturer is and where they come from. Now we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're not going to get too heavy into chemtrails because it's just it's a weird subject, and some people just they just are in denial it's not happening. And in, in essence, it really is not happening. And I'll explain that later. But um, first, let's talk to Brenda. And, Brenda, just give us a synopsis of what your sky has been like over there uh, or down there. Since you're down and we're up, you know, <laughs> we're higher. No. Um, you know, so the the world does need a spin, so the change around. But uh, let's talk to Brenda about her sky. What's been going on over there? Have you been... Has it been active? Has it been dormant? What's the scenario?
2: It's um, it's actually been really mixed because we are now right at the beginning of our autumn season. But in the last three months, we've had a very mixed sky. Uh, some days have been like really, really active. And then for days on end, it's just either completely nothing, just as in all blue, or it's mm-hmm. All grayed out, like completely grayed out. In the gray, you can see little bits. However, it's just like a, a dense cloud cover. So sure. it's been very, very, very mixed. It's not been um, – it's been a bit of everything, really. It's just not been particularly one or the other. It's just really been all over the map.
0: Okay. Now, you have you seen, and I know you have, the pictures that Dave, our colleague in Texas, has been sending.
2: Yeah.
0: And and that is the kind of sky that we're looking for. That is yeah, the ideal, sky. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yes, it's ideal. It It's sparse. There's clouds here and there. And it's it's obvious. It's the obvious sky. Now, I had one of those skies today where I've had the straight blue sky for the last three days. Hmm. Yesterday, I saw the trails behind the airplanes, and I'm like, okay, when they start to stick, when that exhaust starts to stick to the sky, then you know that it, that they're coming, that the the beings are going to start showing up. And sure enough, they by the end of the day yesterday, the sky was full, and then, today it was ridiculous and tons of rainbow just tons and tons of rainbow so let's ask kim about canada and i know that she's sent me some pictures and po- actually posted pictures she posts on a, a page what's your page called kim on facebook
3: uh, manitoba skies and beyond
0: all right and, uh, so i can go and keep an eye on it along with, with my pages because she posts pictures that, that I don't post. So you're get, you'll get uh, double the, the viewability there. And usually um, Brenda's pictures, when she has an active sky, and it does go in, in spurts, um, she'll send the picture to me or she'll work it and then post it on my timeline, or I will work it and post it on my timeline. So um, uh, we've also we've got other pages too. But uh, Kim, what's been happening in Canada? And tell us about how you've had some extraordinary rainbow skies.
3: Well, <clears throat> it's winter here, of course, and it, there's been a lot of thick cloud, and then there's odd day with clear blue skies. Um, which is actually quite rare this this winter. It was like really thick, thick clouds. I haven't seen much. Um, On the weekends, it's always nice when you do see a little bit of blue and then they start to pop out and stuff. So then, of course, I'm out there uh, soaking it in because, you know, like the days are so short. But uh, lately, well, last weekend I had a lot of rainbows um, for three days. They just came up and, and they just didn't last like for a minute or two. It was like for an hour. They just constantly just go, go, go. So I had quite a lot of fun catching some of those pictures. Um, and oh, yeah. Some of them. <clears throat> yeah. So it was kind of like Monday wasn't as good as the Saturday and Sunday, but the Saturday and Sunday really had me hopping. I didn't do a whole heck of a lot other than watch the sky. So. <laughs>
0: But I did oh, videos. and it's
1: such a great
0: pastime. To I mean, I remember back being a, a kid, and and actually the whole you know for many years in my life, many times, many experiences of sitting there just watching the sky,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not knowing what we're looking at, but just looking at it. And you know, who would have thought that in some amount of years that we would be. Discovering the, the, the very thing that we're looking at, and it is clouds, and then fighting the masses <laughs> in saying in, in the whole it's just clouds thing because they're not seeing it in particular. They're seeing it as one big glob of, of, of blah, you know, of cloud. Very interesting how this happens, everybody. It's very interesting. Um, let me get in, Kim, I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back to both of you. But Let me just, uh, say a couple things here to everyone. Uh, we, uh, first of all, welcome to everybody who's listening and who listens in the future. If you're not listening live, we understand that, that you know that this is a recorded show. So, uh, but we are live right this second. And, uh, uh, I just want to say that, you know, we are not scientists. We didn't study science, which is to our advantage. We're not locked up in the scientific world. We are unlimited. So we're not scientists. We will not fill your head full of useless data. Not saying that everything scientific is useless, but in this case, Science has already covered clouds. They can predict when we're going to have weather. Hence, they can predict when the beings are going to be in the sky. So it's kind of worked backwards how, uh, you know, Brenda, how we say that, and I'm going to have Brenda give you this spiel about, about science, that science is usually and always way after the fact. Now, in this case, science came first. Science has uh, told us that they can predict the weather. These beings are the weather. They are elementals. And I'm going to explain the whole elemental thing in a minute. Um, So we're not scientists. We are bringers of new knowledge. And we are unlocking several hidden secrets on Earth. Why is it us? Who cares why it's us? We happen to have the right combination of perspective and intelligence and open mind. Who cares why it's us? We, we have gone way past the idea that we're going to get famous from this or anything like that. We don't care. That's not the plight of the Webster phenomena. I would love for the Webster phenomena itself, and it is, it's becoming a a placard for this experience, for this phenomena. It's only a matter of time, and that's what needs to become famous. We don't care about our... uh, our personal selves becoming famous—it'll all go away when we die and, and leave this earth and, and move on. So, uh, the you know, the any kind of fame or fortune or anything like that we've learned through this process—that whatever we pick up here, it's not something that we're going to take with us, except for the knowledge and the knowledge that there is an afterlife. The ancient gods were actually the ancient gods that they. That they we're showing on the walls the animal beings. That is real, and that's where we come in, and we're, we're putting together this conduit for the rest of the world to be able to pick up and continue the research on ancient uh, artifacts and ancient knowledge. We are the missing link. This is the missing link. These are the mysteries of God and how this entire realm is created. This realm is created by these beings. Now, I can only hear that many of you are sitting there going, that's freaking bullshit. And I'm totally with you, except I know different. But to hear that and not have it explained visually to you, I I don't blame you for saying that. I don't blame you. All I ask is that you hear what I'm saying, what Brenda's saying, and what Kim is saying, and take it into your own experience and look out into the sky and realize we are not alone by far. We were never alone extraterrestrials are not something separate from us that are going to show up in some ship they are here we were produced from extraterrestrials they create our entire reality and I can prove this I have proven it Just look at the slideshow as you're listening to this the slideshow tonight is off the hook Make sure you look at it, because I usually delete the pictures, or a lot of them, because I don't want them just hanging out there. So these are the mysteries of God, and, and this is how the entire realm has been created by these beings. Um, you, To get this, everybody, you must be open to anything for this to take inside you. You must be open to anything. These beings will come across to your mind as very cartoony looking. They're obscured. They're out of proportion. Their head can be huge and their body tiny. You have to be open to that to be able to pick it up. Otherwise, your mind's going to go, nope, that's nothing. That's just a cloud, and you're going to get ripped off of this experience. This is the reason you are here on Earth. One of the reasons to experience revelation, the reveal of the mystery. So be unlimited. Anything is possible, you guys. You have to know. Anything and everything is possible. Just like when um, I I have to refer to pirates. I love Pirates of the Caribbean, and I was informed yesterday by Kim that there's going to be another Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) That's
1: Jazzed.
0: So jazzed. But in the first one, remember when Jack, when they stranded him on the island? The the and then they stranded him again on the island with Elizabeth. And then he shows back up in the in the cave and Barbosa's like, It's not possible. And Jack corrects him and he says, Not probable. Thank you, Jack. He's giving you a clue. It's it, how barbosa went straight to it's not possible oh no it's just not probable but anything is possible remember that you as the you that you are experiencing right this moment everybody you as the person that you are experiencing right now this moment has only experienced a tiny blip of time if we're talking chronological time and and people get worried about that no Clouds have been figured out. I took clouds. Remember that guy was like, I took clouds and I studied clouds in high school. Well, you know, in high school, come on. Really did they, how deep did they get? Oh, well, I studied them in college too. Okay, but still, you, so you know that they're serious and they're, you know, that there's different, they've labeled clouds. Good for them. That's the first thing that science does. They label things so they can talk about them. That doesn't mean that they've figured everything out. Remember, anything is possible.
2: Well, I was just going to say about his clouds. It's a bit like naming apples. Yes. You know, you've got your red delicious apples, your gala apples, your, uh, you know, your, your Granny Smith apples. But it doesn't give you the basis of the apple. It just gives you its name. It doesn't give you anything else. Right.
0: Right. Yep.
2: And it's, And
1: it's
0: an <laughs> apple. Yeah. It's an apple. And, and, Big deal, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, you, as the you, that's – let me get back to the – that you're experiencing right now, this moment, has only experienced a blip of time, yet all your beliefs are either based on what you've experienced in this tiny little blip of time, or from what other people have experienced and written about. So you can't, pr- you, you can't prove it. Like, let's just say the belief system of Christianity. You can't prove it. You can't prove Jesus was alive, was even alive. But you can take the belief system and what they're talking about and not be told... What it is, but to take it inside you and to create your own discoveries from that belief system. Let's just say that, just like the discovery of Revelation. It all started to roll when I started to see that nature was revealing itself. And I kept saying the word revealing, and I'm like, oh man, this is Revelation. This is Revelation. What they talked about, and where did, revel- where did they say that revelation was going to happen? What to look for? Anybody? In the clouds. Anybody? <laughs> in, the clouds.
1: in the clouds.
0: Yeah, that's what. The- that's in the Bible. No, about it. You can't really. Uh, um, you, you can't really translate that wrong. Look in the sky. Look for the signs in the heavens. The heavens are the sky. They say that the clouds were going to be. Full of beings. Here they are. They said that they was going to be full of eyes. They said their wings were full of eyes. That was a mistranslation. Their wings were full of eyes. No, 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 no. They're ships. They're ships. <laughs> the clouds were going to be full of eyes. Now, just sit for a while when you've got a nice, sparsely cloudy day, and take a look at every individual cloud, and you tell me about the eyes. And once you realize them, they will realize you. So all your beliefs are based on this tiny little blip of time, and mostly based on whatever information is given to the world, like I said, from previous times, as been given. So most of today's beliefs find it necessary to have scientific backing. Yet science only defines after the fact after discoveries are made and far beyond the moment of discovery thank goodness for art and movies and fiction that we have these avenues of expression everybody you really need to think about this art is an expression that comes from within it is the truest expression movies fiction myths these are the avenues of expression to at least find a portion of the mind that is still open and to accept and enjoy this as as entertainment. Yet it's all truth seeping out of open minds regardless of the label put on it. Put on these fantastic thoughts. It all has a vibration of truth. Now that's what That's what I've found, that I can't come at at humanity and say, Oh, everybody, there's beings in the clouds, because these beings have, have masked and disguised themselves forever. At least during this civilization, we'll say that that's forever, even though we know there was other civilizations prior to us. We know that the Egyptians were communing with these beings, and whoever's left here that can handle it, that doesn't go freaking insane once these guys really start showing, will also commune with these beings. So we as a population are about to commune with the beings that have created all of reality. How freaking cool is that? Before I go into my my real explanation of the Webster phenomenon, because that's why we're here, we're here to explain to you and already, we have a quarter of this show gone. This um, I'm going to not play a whole bunch of music tonight. We're going to give you the facts. These are the facts as we know them. They may not be facts to you, but when something is discovered and somebody tells other people who don't know about the discovery to people who don't know, it's not a fact, it is fiction. Until they prove it to themselves, or science proves it. So we know that science has already proven about clouds, that what they do. Now we know that there's a scientist in the UK who's working with a university who actually came here to my state, Utah, came overseas to gather information here in Utah, go figure, from the clouds. Took the information back to UK, figured out that there's something called the the dragon. What did he call it, Bren? He called it uh uh uh. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he found he found molecules or atoms that had that looked like beasts. He called it the beast. Uh, Oh gosh! I'm sorry, everybody. I will post this uh again on my website and I will post it uh I, for the first time on my website I'll post it again on Facebook so everyone can see what this what's going on with this guy who this scientist so now science has jumped on our back, and we could really help this guy out, although, you know, science won't pay attention to the Webster phenomena because science has to prove it, which is fine. We've backed off from SETI. SETI told me I have pareidolia. We're going to talk about pareidolia in the, last, in the next half of this show. It's a bunch of crap is what it is, but, I'm, but you can see why it was put in place. Humans weren't ready. All right? So, um, Brenda, uh, while we're talking about science, why don't you give us the – I mean, Brenda is extremely intelligent, everybody. Brenda is – I know I don't let her talk half as much as she should. Uh, It's not that I don't let her. It's just that I have so much to say. She needs to have her own podcast because – and I'll be the co-host because really she's – Brenda had an amazing mind for this. She came to me not long after I started posting. It it just gravitated straight to her. She's like, okay, great. I was waiting for you to show up uh, on the scene. And um, so she puts things into perspective when I get flustered (laughs) and I can't put my words in the right I mean, sometimes people piss me off so much uh, because they just come directly at you without even giving the the Discovery credence and a moment of their time. They'll come directly at you. Nope, it's clouds. Clouds clouds. That's it. Goodbye. I studied clouds. I know what clouds are. Goodbye. <laughs> a- and it's like, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Hold on. Uh, so, Brendan, can you give us that, what you wrote? She posted on some comments in a, in a group, and it was amazing. Let's hear it.
2: Uh, first of all, I'll just tell you I sent you that link for what you were just talking about. Okay. okay. I just sent you it in Messenger. Okay. Okay. So there, there was a that particular guy who was telling you he studied clouds in high school and in college. Um, and my comment was to him that um, he seemed to like to shove science down everyone's throat. And he should consider, in the first instance, that uh, trying to prove his own existence as being a so called human being um, with his science. So, because uh, <laughs> uh, no, so, I said to him, all so called science on the, on the existence of the human race as a species is theoretical, and none can conclude. Can, can, prove that we came to how we came to be as a species To date, no one and nothing in science or found by science or anthropologists or archaeologists has ever absolutely proved how we came to be so to suggest that proof by science or by any means is that's currently available in our society is extremely short-sighted um, there is more, and, and then I just, you know, there is more and more evidence coming to light that the Webster Phenomena findings um, about our findings, and that one day science will catch up, because that's all science <laughs> is. Science is always behind the times. It's always, you know, behind what's happening. And I just want to, um, I happened by, uh, uh, upon a book a while back, but I only just recently, as in two nights ago, put my hands on this little book to start reading it. And it's amazing. Yes. It was just one of these things where I was, I could can call it Divine Intervention, told me to take this book out of a thrift shop. It's just a plain blue cover. There's no dust jacket on it, and it's just got an embossed spine. And it's called Reason and Belief by Sir Oliver Lodge. Now, this book was first written in 1910. And the copy that I have is was printed in 1916. Uh, So I'm holding on to a 101-year-old book with its yellow pages. Wow. And he was an amazing man. He was actually a physicist and an inventor who um, uh, developed the key patents for radio, and he also identified electromagnetic uh, radiation independent of Hertz, who was one of the people who proved electromagnetic waves. So he did it independently Uh of him. Now, he was born in 1851 and in his lifetime as a, as a physicist and an inventor, he was also very much into uh, spiritual life as well. And he wrote over 40 books, some of them being more in the scientific realm and the rest being in uh, the spiritual realm. And he was able to, to, to work with both and he could see the shortcomings in science. And I just want to read you this as part of... Out of this book called *Reason and Belief*. Now remember this book; okay. it's very relevant to today as well. Even though we're reading something that's a hundred and over a hundred and uh, you know seventeen years old, or hundred and seven years old, uh-huh. it's um, actually really relevant. It says, "The revelation okay. of the universe is always before us, but we do not see." When one after another of the race catches a glimpse of something beyond previous experience it is not anything really new that he perceives it is only new to us because human senses are darkened or because um or because we are too busy to attend the stars were worlds and solar systems all the time though to antiquity they seemed only insignificant tendencies to earth the microbes of pestilence were active in ancient days and their opponents in the blood attacked them, though the conflict was all unknown to man. Radioactivity, uh, disintegrating atoms, and all the other discoveries of physics are only a recent detection of what always existed. Crowds of unsuspecting things are awaiting our discovery. New facts in nature and in human nature, may we not say still more in divine nature. And it says that progressive revelation is a, a, a subjective aspect of human progress. So basically, it's, it's how people take it in. Uh-huh. So that's, just part of, that's just part of it. There's, I mean, I could read this book. I could read the whole book to you. And it's really, I, I'd, I'd recommend people go read it. It is just such, he has so many things to say that are so very true now. Uh huh. You know how it Which shows shows that the they say the the more the same. <laughs> absolutely. Right, and
0: and how I was just saying that 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 the blip that the blip of time that you've experienced as you, it do, is meaningless when it comes to uh, seeing it as a. It's not meaningless, but you know what I mean. That is as seeing it as a as time taken. Um. It's a tiny little, it's like one second out of an hour. It doesn't define the hour. There's no way it could ever define the hour, that one second. So uh, that is, what's the, uh, can you tell us what the name of the book is again and the author?
2: Reason and Belief by Sir Oliver Lodge. And its original print was in 1910.
0: Okay, so we'll be posting that on my page as well. Uh, if you and can send me it's the just link to
2: really, that. Yeah, it really, it takes in, and you know how you were talking before about perspective and um, because science is, uh, well, they call themselves full of facts when actually reality what we call reality reality is 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 balanced you know and it's like um reality takes in more than just the actual facts it takes in um when we say perception so it's like it's like listening to a piece of music how you perceive the music and how someone else perceives the music are very different Yes. The only fact about it is, is that the notes will remain the same the way they're played, but it will mean different things to different people.
0: Absolutely. That's a great like, analogy.
2: You know, but it's, it's like when, uh, when you play, like, well, in your case, you play a, you know, a guitar or whatever. Well, someone, you know, and when I hear your music, I cry sometimes. And like a, someone who's a scientist would say to me, why the hell are you crying? It's only a piece of wood with bits of string, I'm only, you know, bits of metal string. Why are you crying?
1: Right. It's not about mm-hmm. that.
2: It's about the vibration. It's about the emotion. It's about my perception of how that is.
0: Absolutely. So I, I just the found myself sitting here is... contemplating that, forgetting that I'm on a show, so feel like, feeling like I'm listening to it.
2: Well so that's Absolutely. when you want to talk about scientific fact, yeah it's a guitar, big deal. You know, so, but it's what comes from it, it's the emotion, it's the connection, it's the the thing between people, it's the understanding that makes the difference. It's the perception in that way that what is what makes people see. People who don't see that and are only based yes. in science only get the they just only see the guitar as being a piece of wood and metal. That's it.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, it all depends on the receiver, yeah. and the 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 fact that we have seen so many people come onto the Webster phenomena and say, "Oh, I see." And that's all that they do is say, "I see," but they don't elaborate on what they see,
1: yeah. and so
0: you see the you see the levels of of even, even grasping it, even seeing that one person may see one thing here and there, just the way that we started. And uh, eventually it evolves into, or uh, you run across people that are like, oh yeah, I see it in the, I can see it in trees and I can see it in bushes and rocks. And, you know, and that's where I've gotten to. It's where I see it in the I can look up at the stars and see what the points of... that it's points, like it's dots. yes, Like the connect the dots game. It's a very interesting how... and then when you kind of come back to this reality and you think of the things like connect the dots and you're like, oh, wow, that's where connect the dots came from. Whether it was somebody who was like, oh, those stars, man, if you connect them, they make a being... No, mm. that's not what happened. It's just in the, like Brenda said, the air. It's it's in the vibration and the emotion and the passion of this reality. When you can tap into that passion, that's what That's what is the substance of creation. Man, this is, this show's getting too deep for me.
2: And I, I I just actually found another passage a bit further along. And it sort of describes that in in another way. It says we must attend to such aspects as as strike us in our present condition, and deal with the cold facts accessible to our senses. For it is through our senses that we become aware of the universe. It is um, it is those which give us information, but it is those also with with limit and that limit and determine the kind of information that we receive. We do not always recognize this. If we had other senses, the universe would look quite different. So for those Uh of us who are open, we obviously see more, sense more, feel more than people who are shut down. And that's exactly what they said. Uh We have that extra sense. Our senses tell Uh us about matter. And that's exactly what it is.
0: What was the word you said? You said about what? It, that, it cut out.
2: Uh, oh, our senses tell us about matter. And it says matter. here we can right. imagine beings whose senses tell them about the ether and ignore matter. Their point of view yes. would be very different from our own.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Um, now, let me ask you this, and let me ask Kim as well. Kim, are you still there?
3: Yeah, I'm still here.
0: <clears throat> All right. Um, um, let me ask both of you have you thought about the fact that you may be able to see all of this uh, better and clearer if you were blind has that crossed your mind anybody any uh, of the I, two I, I, <laughs>
2: I think we've, yeah um... If we we go most people will go on the actual blind as in having no sight however if you're someone who is spiritual you use more than your sight that's what I was just talking about the senses you have a sense of of something else you feel something else it's like I suppose you could put it as to why we go outside when we do to take the pictures that we do we sense that there's something there. I certainly can't bloody yes. see it from in the house. I sense right. that it's out there, and I go out, and I look up, and there it is. So it's, it's there. Exactly. It's, I have this sense of it, and I actually go out looking for it, and then I find it. So it's, it's, I'm inside when it happens, or I'm somewhere else doing something else, and I just get this, you need to go outside, take a look. And yeah. that's what I do, and that's what happens. So it's that's the other sense. I physically don't actually see it with my eyes sometimes. Other times I do, but a lot of the times not. All so, right. yeah, well, probably would see definitely... more if I was listening to that intuition. If yes. I didn't have an eyesight I and I listened to that intuition, to that. yes.
0: Yeah, and that has been crossing my mind lately. And I'll just tell you a little personal story, tell everybody a personal story. I Clarence, by the way, I see you uh, sitting on the line, and just hang there. We're gonna bring you on the air here in a little bit, so just hang out, man. Um, uh, Clarence is from uh, Facebook, and he helps us share stuff around, and he wants to say a couple words. So we're gonna we're gonna bring him on. We're gonna chance it. I haven't talked to him personally yet, but I, I trust trust. I feel good about this. Uh, and we're hoping that Don calls up too uh, during his break. So um, let's see. personal story. My cat is a being. Uh, all, all beings are beings. Uh, and you can see the be- if it's very hard to explain in an only auditory way, and without being able to show you uh, with the visual, Uh, what I'm talking about, but my cat is an Egyptian tabby, Uh, so he's white, he has the cloud, and he's tabby, so you can see the cloud kind of uh, covering his body up, now you may think I'm making this up, but next time you look at an Egyptian tabby cat, which there's tons of them, uh, just check it out in a different way, it's a different perspective, a new way to look at things. My cat is very in tune, and me and my cat have been through so much in the last eight years. Uh, My cat's name is Felix, and Felix is in tune with me, uh, just perfectly in tune. Now, lately, Felix has begun to go blind. He's not old enough to... uh, I think Kim's internet was, was farting out there, so I'm, just gonna, I'm putting you on, on hold for a second, Kim. Um, Felix is going blind. And it's not a fun thing for me as his, uh, as his, his compadre, his daddy, that he's going blind. But I, his eyes are saucers all the time. They used to be the little slits, and he has beautiful green eyes. Um, Well, now he – you know how you see the flashers on the cats at night when the light hits their eyes? He's constant flashers. He has green flashers, and they're constant, and his eyes are saucers. I mean, just constantly wide open. Yes, I've taken him to the vet. They do not know what it is. They are dumbfounded and would like me to go have him – have an MRI done on him, which is like $2,000 down the line. That will happen when that can be afforded. But until then, I'm studying Felix as part of the shift because I know he sees things just like we all know cats see things. They have that sense, that sensory perception that Brenda was just talking about they look over there and they look over there now me and him are starting to look in the same places now where uh, this is another personal story that I am beginning to be able to see things that aren't quote unquote aren't there so the whole seeing things but I know when I'm seeing somebody walk by me and then when you actually focus and look they're not there there's nothing there. There's not anybody in my house other than me. But this thing's walking by, and me, both me and my cat are are watching it walk by, and then we kind of look at each other like, "Did you just see that, Chad?" "Yep, I saw it, Felix." So this is something that's that's made me start thinking. Wow, I wonder if this is pift. And uh, and then I start thinking about myself being blind and the fact that i know that i would see more than i see now so take that and do whatever you want with it um okay let's see we've got 8 minutes left on the on this uh first half of the show unbelievable how fast it goes um i'm going to run down a couple things give you some information and we're going to bring Clarence on, and we're going to go to a break so we can all you know, have our little uh, breather and go to the bathroom, whatever, uh, and then come back to the show. The second half is going to be rip-roar, and we've got so much to talk about. I know we're not going to get to it all. But here's why we are here. Everybody, we are here to give you a new perspective, exactly what Brenda was just talking about. Since the world is so set in its ways, we are here to give you a new perspective. We weren't born like this. It just was dawned upon us. Here, we're going to do this for you. We're going to give you this new perspective because we have the perspective and we want you to have it. What is the Webster Phenomenon? Here's what it is. The Webster Phenomenon is the realization that extraterrestrial elemental beings are making up and creating all of nature. The earth they are residing in the earth's atmosphere. This is where they're very prominent right now. And once you know what they look like, you will see them. But you have to be able to accept a being that is not something that you're used to, like seeing a two-headed being or something like that. In this case, it would be kind of like seeing a three-headed being. But the Webster phenomena is the realization, it's you realizing that there are extraterrestrial elemental beings... That are making up all of reality. That's what the Webster Phenomena is. It is a phenomena because it's not happening to everybody all at once. It's a phenomenon. And, and Brenda just just explained it. What well, she said, I mean, we could just stop the show right there. It was perfect. Uh, why is this disclosure? Why do I call this disclosure? Because everybody is waiting for disclosure from a government who will never tell you what they know, ever. Why would they? It's a national security risk. All all they would be doing is telling you, yeah, well, we just wanted to tell you, since we're the uh, top authority uh, over you, that there is also an an authority over us. They're not going to tell you that. Then you lose your your authoritative feeling over them. They're not going to tell you stop looking for disclosure from a government. They're just going to they're going to do the little dance around everything forever until it is undeniable. Until there's ships that are landing on the White House lawn. Now, why do I call this revelation because it's the revealing of nature It's exactly what, Re- what The book of Revelation is talking about Now there's tons of other stuff Where you know The serp- the dragon uh, uh, Goes after the woman And you know uh, it, there's, there's a story In there That you just have to read and take it in And let it play out Right now we're in the cloud Phase Right now we're in the the Son of Man brings you the revelation of the cloud with the rainbow on his head. And we're looking for that. We're looking for that. That's the next thing that's coming, is the clouds will produce something for everybody to understand that this is the time of revelation. But we know already that nature is revealing itself. Um, what about my posts are so incredible? I'm, I'm asking third-person questions here. It's kind of weird, but uh, I just want everybody to. I've had these questions hitting me. What are what about my posts are so incredible? I'm showing the beings as clear as can be. There is there are no other pictures on Earth that are so perfectly clear because i know what i'm taking pictures of i know exactly what these beings look like i call them anunnaki they i know that they have a certain look to them they have certain symbols on their body the pharaohs saw those the egyptians the pharaohs saw ancient egyptians saw those markings and copied them in the garb that they wore as the most powerful beings in Egypt they copied the neme's headdress it's copying these beings the uraeus once again copying the beings the uraeus did not stand for upper egypt and lower egypt it was a a show of honor and respect to the beings that, were the, the, that they looked at as gods from the sky that they communed with, meaning that when we're done here on earth, for whatever reason we were sentenced to earth, when we're done with our sentence here, that we go to the, what we call the afterlife, which is actually just life. It's part of nature. We move on in a different form. How it all works Um, What are EEB's I'm coining the the acronym EEB Extraterrestrial Elemental being That's what it is It's these beings Uh, Are they reptiles Yes they are reptiles So is David Icke right Uh, Partially He's partially right What We're talking about reptiles We can call them reptilians Which has a really bad stigma but I hate to tell everybody, but we are all derived, in the center, from reptiles. And you'll be really surprised when you find out what the reptiles are derived from. Right, Brenda? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Brenda has a – the next show, let's do on, on uh, this information that you've been given from on high. Let's do that on the next show, Brent.
2: I think I'll have to copyright it first.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, not for found sure. anywhere it, else. Oh, right, but you know these shows. They, as soon as we record this information and put it and post it, it is. It's a, called a poor man's copyright, uh, but we do have a date <laughs> stamp on it, and we know yeah. that it's you. So um, it, we can do this, and uh, it does have legal value. Um, so. Uh, Brenda has extensive information on where these reptiles are from that this goes far beyond what uh, I have. Um, I deal with what's here on earth. She deals with what's way out galaxy and prior when we're looking to a t- on a timeline. Okay, real quick and then I'm bringing you on Clarence, um, uh, join me on Twitter at. Patrick W. Small. Join me on Facebook. You can search Patrick Small, Patrick Webster Small. I have a page, public page. The Webster Phenomena, public page. Cloud Ships of Earth, another page. U.S. Paranormal. And also Visionary Research Group. We have all those pages, and we're going to start. uh, We're going to make up some groups here in the next uh, week or two. We we will be inviting everybody to. Don't forget the website, everybody. TheWebsterPhenomenon.com. I update it with the pictures as much as I can. I'm so busy, and also with just the survival of day to day living, Uh, I don't have the time that I used to to be able to uh, continually write on my website. But I, I did write a a blog uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to continue to do that. Um, Okay, so we're going to talk about uh, chemtrails when we come back on the other side, just briefly, and then we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff. So right now, what I want to do is I want to bring on Clarence. Clarence, welcome to the show.
4: Well, thank you, Patrick. (laughs) Good to be here. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's
0: good to hear your voice, man. Good to hear your voice. Um,
4: why don't you just
0: uh, why don't you just uh, go ahead and, and tell everybody what your take on this is? Because it's great to hear different perspectives. So let's well, let's just go ahead and hear your take. You got a couple minutes.
4: Yeah, first I'll give you a quick rundown on myself. Uh, as you may not or may you may or you may not know, uh, I do also have a blog, Talk Radio show myself is called closer encounters um and i also i also have the page there on facebook that's closer encounters and i'm also an admin for the ancient alien group (laughs) so i've been around this Ah. a few times you know (laughs) all right yeah um so that's why i kind of tuned into your show tonight i wanted to hear what you had going on and you know um see what's happening here which is pretty cool I, I like how you got things set up and what's going on um and uh everything you've said so far tonight you know it, it it's definitely you know right on the money as far as i'm concerned uh i also uh, i'll tell you i am a former uh abductee uh back in the mid 70s myself when i was a young child um and that's how i kind of got started in on this stuff and uh it gave me a whole life change, you know? And, uh, because of that, I've been in search of, you know, basically my whole life. And it wasn't until I got into the group, uh, on the ancient alien page in Facebook that I actually revealed, uh, you know, what I had gone through and stuff like that. And, uh, then I started my own show and whatever a few years ago. And, you know, it kind of took off from there, but, uh, you, know, you were talking about science and scientists and stuff like that. Uh, I just wanted to mention the fact that you know scientists have higher people that they have to actually uh, talk to and go through, you know before they bring their findings up and whatever. And apparently uh, most of them will never give you the full uh, truth or, you know, their perspective on things, because they are also uh, pretty much shut down. They are threatened uh, by their superiors, so to speak. And because of that, they will not give you the disclosures and stuff that you're looking for, not in, not in you know, the real sense. Um, and it's a damn shame. It really is. Um if you ever watched right. uh, certain certain television shows and stuff like that, where they go in and they and they search for, say, like giant bones, for instance, and they claim that they find them and they'll and they'll tell you about it. Well, then they send in a team to go look for them again. Next thing you know, they're shut down. You know, uh, and this kind of thing goes on over and over and over again. It's it's, it's never ending. Which tells you that mm-hmm. there has to be truth to this because they wouldn't shut them down if there wasn't, you know, which is sure. pretty, pretty astonishing, you know, when you think about it, you know. So yeah. you have to you have to take things with a grain of salt and actually, you know, and like you said, we're not scientists ourselves. So we, you know, we're the ones that's going to bring it to you, no doubt about that you know, and we do what we can. Right. We have no reason to lie. We have no reason to, to fake news or any of this other stuff, even though some people do, uh, which drives you totally insane. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. once you wade through that, <laughs> you can get a little bit here and there. But uh, Yeah, yeah. now that's the
0: hard part for the audience uh, who hasn't been uh, an abductee or hasn't had that revelation of, that moment of, oh, my gosh, this is going on. You know, that's the hard part is wading through the swamp of crap exactly. that's out yeah. there, of people that just want to have their own name out there, you know. And uh, it, it's understandable because humans are, especially right now, really at this point of having to to uh, create themselves, like recreate themselves, especially for virtual presence they yeah. create a, 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 a uh, an avatar. And then they Absolutely. have to, when, when somebody meets them in person, they have to become that avatar. <laughs> so it creates multiple, yeah, it creates this weird uh, place for a lot of people. Uh, uh, you know, especially like if you go to these conventions and stuff. Uh, you know, the people are nothing like they come across on online, and if you and, or I, Clarence, were there, or Brenda or Kim were speaking at these conferences, which we damn well should be, we should be right. the first ones invited, you're going to get the same person that's on the podcast. Yep. The same yeah, information. Yeah.
1: Yes, Sorry, I Brenda. I, I feel there. Hi, you Clarence. wanting to talk for like the last
0: five minutes.
2: <laughs> no, So, uh, Brenda,
0: this is Clarence. Clarence, Brenda. Hi,
2: Clarence. Nice to How meet you. you.
4: Yes. You too. Oh, yes, yes.
2: Yeah. No, I was just going to say about that. You know, that is one thing because we speak our truth wherever you get us. Doesn't matter whether it's online through Messenger, however you communicate with us, you're always going to get the same story, the same truth and you're going to get the genuine article we're all who we are, absolutely. we don't try to be someone we're not it's it's yep. just, you know, all these people that practice these lies and do all these sorts of things, geez, they've got to, you know you've got to have your head in a thousand holes to be able to do that, it's just it's, you <laughs> know, the truth. And, and then absolutely. you catch them out because they, they tell lies one way or the other and things don't add up that's
4: right, absolutely whereas yeah, they our tell story them is
2: that's it and our story is consistent it's one that is the same the same every time it's the same it's you know the information as we come to new information we let you know what it is and we continue with that you know we don't jump on a thousand different bandwagons it's just not it can't be done not thoroughly so Absolutely. that's that's why we stick with what we have and, and and it's just the truth it's the truth as as we know it to be
0: that is that, that is right.
1: right, yeah, that absolutely. is right, okay,
0: so, um, Clarence, let's do this we're we would like to invite you back to the show for our next show. We're not sure what the date is, but we're hoping that it works out for you, um, that absolutely. you can come back on our show. We'd like you to be a staple of the show. And um, also, uh, if you would like to go ahead and give a plug about your show, where we can find it, the name again, where we can find it, uh, how often you're, you're uh, doing, uh, you're producing a show, and uh, you know what time it's on and so stuff. Just go ahead and give yourself a little plug here. All
4: right. All right well, real quickly, uh, I haven't done one in about a month. I've, I've been kind of sick. And stuff, and uh, between that and work and whatever, I've been kind of slacking off. But I will have one tomorrow night. Uh, it's at 6:30 Central Time, and it's right here on Blog Talk Radio. It's called Closer Encounters. Uh, it will be posted, of course, you know, in Ancient Aliens, and I always do an event on top of that. Invite all my friends and whatever. Uh, it's also posted to the page in Facebook, uh, Closer Encounters. And uh, you know we do it that way. Uh, I also do a live YouTube video at the same time, so you can also check it out on YouTube under Closer Encounters. So <laughs> I'm all awesome. over the place. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, Clarence, it's
0: been a pleasure to it's been a pleasure to speak with you and to have you on the show. And we look forward to the next show. Everybody, catch Clarence tomorrow night 6:30 Central on Blog Talk Closer Encounters. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, you guys. And um, we, are, Kim is here. We know she is because we can hear her Internet. And we are going to take a quick – wait. Hello,
1: Bobby. Oh, there she is. All
0: right, um, so we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Kim a little bit. Uh, thanks to Clarence. Uh, check out Closer Encounters tomorrow. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on the other side. Ah The Webster Phenomena Patrick Webster Small here bringing you uh, The Webster Phenomena This is our show And we call it the Webster Phenomena Although there is an actual Phenomena called the Webster Phenomena And I'm here with Brenda Scott And she's in Australia At the moment is where she resides And Kim Dahl And Kim is in Canada Where she resides how are y'all doing out there, girls?
2: Very good. <laughs> Peachy.
0: Peachy. Peach. Peachy. Peachy. <laughs> Alright. So, um, that was cool. Clarence gave us a little uh you know, plug to show. That was awesome. Um And uh uh you know, pretty much he gave us our he gave us his 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 blessing. Uh, that were absolutely spot on so there you go uh now what i want i wanted to say something about chemtrails everybody something that i've realized lately i have been hands off of chemtrails except for saying that everyone needs to follow the trail it's why they're there now this couldn't be any more pertinent the, the people who are out there screaming conspiracy and that there's airplanes that are, that are spraying stuff like we're a bunch of crops, that's a bunch of crap. There are no airplanes that are spraying stuff. Every airplane that goes over that has a trail behind it is a, an airplane that is from an airline. And these are the flight patterns. Even if they're in circles... I don't care what it looks like. This is exhaust. Now I don't know if any of you have uh, realized or heard this, but that the worst exhaust, the worst pollution that humans put out, is from airplanes. It's unregulated. It's very concentrated jet fuel, and the exhaust is terrible for the atmosphere. So just so everybody knows that that's we have to start there. That this whole global warming thing and the the environmental that you know issues most of it has been accelerated by air travel. The way that we do air travel using jet engines. The exhaust is terrible. What I have pictures of, tons and tons and tons of picture proof is that these beings get directly into this uh, exhaust. Directly into it. And come through in this exhaust. So they're creating something from the exhaust. This is not a government secret mission to depopulate Earth, as would most chemtrail enthusiasts have us think. Everybody wants to blame somebody when really we can just kind of blame E.T., because E.T. is doing all of this. All of the lines you see across the sky... Now, clouds, yes, they can come in lines, but how often... Do they come in lines that are just crisscrossed all over the sky? They're, 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 number one, they're bringing it to everybody's light. Hey, look at this exhaust, everybody. Do you see how much exhaust there is in the sky? Now that we're showing you by getting into this exhaust and showing you, making it apparent, basically they're making it visible as before it was not visible. So through Revelation, they're revealing uh, a huge downfall in the uh, human, um, uh, in this society, the way that we do air travel. There are other ways to travel. There are other ways to do it, and we need to find those ways because they're showing us how much exhaust is in the air. Number two, they have an agenda to uh, you could call it reproduce, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a step further and say reproduce into three dimensional space. So they are coming into three dimensional space this way. They're utilizing this exhaust somehow. When you see that trail starting across the sky. Use your intelligence and look ahead of that trail, where it's going to end up, and you will most likely see a being or a cloud that is kind of sitting by itself. Not always by itself, but you will see that this is pointed at this being. Okay, now you've got to utilize a widened perspective to understand that the being knew that that was going to be there and got in front of this trail long before back when the plane took off somewhere and got in front of this trail uh, this 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 plane. It's not the other way around. The plane isn't shooting at the being. Now at first I did think this, but the, it just didn't sit right with me. So after tons and tons of research, I realized that these beings are actually, Getting in front of of these trails, regardless, who cares? The the, the chem trails are, uh, you know, and I call them chem, as in K H E M. Chem trails stands for Children of the Chem, or People of the Chem, People of Chem. It's People of Egypt. It's this is all going to sift back to Egypt. Egypt is the is the clue, uh, for us. It's always been the clue. Nobody's put it together until the Webster phenomenon came along. Now, some people out there are calling us prophets. And that's why we're calling this show Prophets of the New Realm. And the revelation of nature. Some people are calling us prophets. Well, I'm going to tell you this about that. I'm going to say something about that. Sure. Why not? We're bringing in new information that hasn't hit the earth yet, and we're bringing it from a higher source. Clearly, because there is no source on earth where it came from. So it's coming from a higher source. Whether it's our higher, our higher selves, however you want to look at it, it comes from God, however you want to look at it. Sure, we'll, we'll be prophets for you. Now, we're not, we're not laying down prophecy saying that, oh, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. We're telling you, hey, everybody, we're, we're, it's more like a Paul Revere thing. Hey, revelation has happened, everyone. Open up your eyes. Now, what Brenda explained to us earlier is, hey, everyone's not going to open their eyes, dude. It's just not going to happen. They're going to see whatever they have been prepared to see. But there's one thing I'm going to say to everybody, and this is serious. I'm confident about what I say. Everybody in my life knows me as a no-bullshit person. Everybody. Because I am no bullshit. We know we are not false. In other words, false prophets. That would be the people out there trying to make a name for themselves... Just rehashing and re-spewing all the stuff that's on YouTube. You can call them false prophets because they're not coming with anything new. We know we are not false. We stand in truth. And if you want to say it this way, we stand in the glory of God. In other words, nature. I would rather call God nature. Because nature is much more powerful than a God who we can't see or know. God is nature. Nature is God. So we stand in truth in the glory of nature, whoever is the creator of all this. Here's something interesting why are drugs always brought up by people who don't want to understand and evolve? Why are drugs always brought up? Is that the first thing on their mind? Oh, this must be from drugs. Whenever I do a Facebook Live video outside and I show them, I mean, I'm showing ETs. It can't be any more clear to me. And Kim's watching it and Brenda's watching it and other people on my page who are, you know, right there with us are watching it saying, yes, Patrick, yes. Yes. That's it. That's amazing. Good job. And then there'll be the guy like, hey, what are you smoking? Oh, give me some of those uh, mushrooms. Do I really look like a guy who's doing drugs? Come on now. I mean, I'm at the gym like eight, nine, ten hours a week. I can't do drugs. I
1: just can't. <laughs>
0: I can't do them. I don't do drugs. So, uh, is it, it, it? Here's the next question. I know Brenda that you're chomping at the bit. Kim probably is too to say something here. But is it necessary to be on drugs to see this? No. Well, oh, hell no. It is not.
2: <laughs> no. I've never it taken is drugs not in my life.
0: So Brenda's now saying she's never taken drugs. Sure, Brenda.
2: Well, my my only form of drug is the occasional glass of champagne and I'm not on it today or any most days at all. It's usually when I'm (laughs) out for dinner. And we wish
1: you were. No,
0: (laughs) no, you're, you're pretty fun today for, for not having your, your of your show glass of champagne. No, we're, we're all on it today. Um, Kim, uh, have you ever done drugs? Uh, if you classify Advil or Tylenol. <laughs> I mean, I will. I will openly admit I've done drugs in my life. I've experienced drugs. I've got nothing against that. I mean, I lived in California. I grew up in the. I'm a '60s child. I'll say it right now. I've I've done them. But. I am not on drugs, and I haven't done drugs in years and years and years. I grew up and grew out of it. And no, Kim, we don't call Advil or (laughs) Tylenol drugs.
2: Don't worry. You you and I both grew up under rocks. We're okay. (laughs) Yeah, what
1: is that? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I would have never thought I would
2: meet.
0: Did, did they have drugs in, in Australia and Canada, or is it just the United States just bought them all from you?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wasn't that Nixon or somebody was like, hey, we'll just buy all the drugs. Come on. The a big party over here in the U.S., guys.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, everybody hang in there. we got 30 minutes, and this is going to be good. We're talking about drugs. Now what I've seen is that people who are on head drugs, you know what I mean, psych psych drugs, they have a hard time with this.
2: No, they are very the most hard shut time. down. They are the, the most, most shut down, shut down people. Down.
0: Yep. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Kim, do you know anybody who is who is openly that you know is on psych drugs? Um
3: not personally like no.
0: or... Not
3: personally, just maybe uh, an odd patient that would come into our office that's listed on the page.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the, the odd patient, just take one, get one in your mind. Would that patient be somebody that you would confront with the Webster phenomena? Do you think they'd be open to it? And no, what about you, Bren? You got any people in your life like that?
2: Uh, no, not really. I have uh, my daughter Tina, she's been uh she's had her bouts with depression, but it's not something that is, um, and it's actually, um, when yeah, we she all. was, yeah, but when when she was actually going through that and she was put on the drugs was the time that she was actually most shut down towards everything. Uh So that was even our in in acceptance of us as well. So it's not just, um, you know, supposedly these things set your mind straight and do all this. When they actually shut down everything in you. So where they're supposed to calm you down and do all this, they actually shut her down. They separated her emotionally and otherwise from everybody in the family. yes and since that stopped she's she's actually opened up i mean there are times when she may have to just regulate it a bit and she's a lot better but other times she doesn't take them and she's perfectly fine and she's a lot more open um her sense of she's a very psychic person she's a very a uh, person like that but when she's on those other ones those things don't work for her she does she's unable to access those parts of uh-huh. herself when she's on that stuff
0: so shuts so everyone out there know that that if you're dabbling in paranormal spiritual you're giving readings you're doing reiki um, even uh, you know a massage anything like that where you're dealing with somebody or Uh, remember that those drugs, they do affect that part of your mind. It affect the mind. <clears throat>
1: um,
0: I, I personally have a, a lo- many experiences with this. Uh, I tried, uh, I went through a bout of depression during a certain time in my life, years and years ago. Uh, they tried to put me on Paxil. I think I took it three times and it made me feel so weird I threw it out I was like no way Um, but I think I just gave it back to the doctor because I didn't want to throw it away Uh, and I'm like no I can't do it not going to do it I'm going to do this on my own and I started working out and that's the best way to make yourself feel better is just create some good things in your body and not keep putting uh, negative bad things in your body um, do some people need these drugs? I would imagine that there's ways around it, but I do know that there sometimes it is necessary to get you back on track. Uh, when people say that uh, somebody was bouncing off the walls, oh, man, he's just bouncing off the walls. It's just He's all over the place. Well, as soon as you take that stuff, it is, as Brenda said, it is made to keep you from bouncing off the walls. In other words, it limits you and keeps you in a zone, a corridor. I always said that it creates a corridor, a very narrow corridor for you to reside in. So, um, let's see. Let's get back to the drugs thing. Uh, Is it necessary to uh, to be on drugs to see the Webster phenomenon? No. Although many have peeked into other dimensions by using drugs to not just induce a consciousness uh, uh, that vibrates at a pulse that creates new vision, yet to put aside the limitations of the construct of civilization and society. So many have, you know, there was the whole 60s era of, of LSD, and they, and they call it hallucinogens. Well, the, the hallucination is coming from somewhere. It's coming from somewhere. It doesn't just happen. It's created by uh, inside your mind. But just because something comes from your mind doesn't mean that it, ha- it doesn't have a different, uh, another origin you have to this is all it goes into the perspective thing and it gets very deep where you have to look at yourself as a different type of being than you know yourself as that you're much wider you're much deeper and that part of you lives in an etheric sense that you can't see and most people don't even know that that it's there
1: uh,
0: but can there I have been
2: well of course I can keep right here I was just going to say it's like a, it's like accessing um, yourself at a different vibratory level because it's like it's like the dog whistles you know how we don't hear it, but the dogs can hear it I think when some people when I hear it those, no, just kidding. <laughs> when some people <laughs> access those hallucinogens, it opens up that level of vibration right. that we don't otherwise access. It's shut down. But because they it goes their right. body goes into that state they're able to access and that's why they experience what they do.
0: Yes. Absolutely. So it so I'm not telling people to go take drugs and you'll see this because once you're off the drug you won't see it. It is Webster phenomenon with a clear head and, uh, and, uh, during an upcoming show we will cover how our lives have changed and all of us have matured in a, in a very interesting way in the way that everybody dreams of maturing like I've actually, uh, I've become very patient. I'm a very impatient, I've been an impatient person my entire life. hate to wait. But I understand waiting and, and time differently now. So becoming patient and then maturing in that patience uh, is very, uh, it, It's it creates another form of intelligence about you. Um, let's see. I wanted to, uh, let's see. Okay. So we'll move on from the drug thing. I had a couple of other things I want to say there. We'll, we're, I mean, this time is just flying. It's incredible. Uh, remember everybody, uh, join me on Facebook, uh, my website, uh, thewebsterphenomenon.com we are really going to work on doing uh, the video show I'm not so sure I want to do the YouTube live thing because I want because it's not just me so there's another way to do live streaming and I'm checking into these different ways to do live streaming where I can also have Kim and Brenda and show you pictures and have my mouse cursor to show you things on the pictures. It will be like we're at a conference and I can show you like a presentation. That's what we need to be doing for you. I don't want to just have a a me on a video. What good does that do? That just actually takes away from it, you know, looking at me the whole time. Jeez. Nobody wants to do that. (laughs) Um, So... Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple things here and then we'll go we'll go roundabout round table on a question and then you guys can just free for all. You, you ladies here can just have a free for all and I'll just kinda sit back and watch. That didn't come out right. Okay, um, uh who is to say everybody, I'm gonna widen your brain out, so just open up your minds. Open up your minds. Raise your hands to the air. Really do it. Raise your hands to the air. My hands are up.
2: Raise your hands to the air
0: and feel the (laughs) vibration. Well, we knew yours. Feel the vibration in the air. Feel the vibration in the air. Feel it. All of a sudden, your hands will start vibrating when you put that attention to it. You'll feel the vibration across your fingers and in the, into the palm of your hand. Now take it into your body. Take it in. This is the life force. The life force that's all around us, fueling all of nature all right here. So, it's a state that you not advanced. I'm just saying the creator. Who is to say that God is not more fantastic than humans can even imagine? Wait for the dumb... God who created all this incredible stuff, nature, and all of this, you know, science has shown us how delicate everything is, and all these ecosystems and uh, that we destroy, and, and all this... Who's to say that God is not more fantastic than we can even imagine? Who is to say that God cannot be a reptile? Or a lion? Or an eagle? Or an ant? Or a milkweed? Or anything God chooses? Who's to say that God can't be anything God chooses? What are we all waiting for? You know that the the vision of God has changed over to be the vision of Jesus. No, folks, Jesus is not God. Jesus was named as the Son of God, as are all of us. We are all the child of God because we were created by a creator. Who is to judge God? Oh no, that—that—that's yeah, that's God. That's God. Why? Hey, did you get the demon anyway? I well, almost created it, right? Well, they did say that Lucifer was God's son as well, right? So, no matter what storyline you follow. It's all God. It's all been created by God. So who's to, who's to judge what God is or what God will come through as? How do you know that Bryn is not God? How do you know that Kim's not God? We don't know that. But yet, the world would rather treat each other like shit, and we don't know that that person made God. Think about that next time you want to flip the finger up or something, you know? cuts you off and you're like, yeah, fuck you. Who are you saying that to? Do you even know? Do you even know what's going on in that person's life, even if it's not God? No, you don't. This is the maturity that I'm talking about. Who is to say that the knowledge that I have brought to this earth Earth. And shared with humanity is bullshit. Who has the right to say that? Sometimes, how often I get that incredible discovery that it's Who has the right to tell me that I'm wrong. Nobody. Prove me wrong is what I have to say. Prove me wrong. How can anyone dispute new knowledge without first getting into the position of the discoverer, that's me, and begin to understand the perspective? How insane is it to deny something that because it doesn't fit in your limited world that you're going to deny it? How insane is that? That is freaking insane. And these people who are doing this come off like they are know-it-alls. Like they know something you don't, but they're not telling you. But you're telling them something they don't know, and they're telling you you're wrong. What happened to the intellect of humanity? The world and society is limited by many, many things, especially authority. Authority does not create fantastically. Authority so to answer anything. It's not. Have no say over new discoveries. Only to decipher all of the facets of the, the discovery after the fact. Brenda already explained that to us. And then Clarence told us about that scientists have to answer, everyone has to answer all these people who are in this system in this hierarchy, have to answer to somebody else and you know who it is that, they're, that they have to answer to, the rest of their own community. That's what they're afraid of. It's not so much that there's somebody on top of them going, no, you will not put that out. No. It's they're self-policing themselves in their own little community because they don't want to get laughed at because once they're heckled, they're known as the guy that got heckled. It's a very delicate society, that whole uh, community, the science community. If you want to work your way up it, you've got to work it right. So that's what Clarence was trying to say. Remember, everybody, consciousness defines the universe. Most human consciousness is still at ground level or less. Consciousness defines the universe. And this is what Brenda was talking about in the book, which she'll post on my Timeline. there's a cloudy sky but nothing particular about it it's like seeing a mass group of people and they it just looks like oh there's a crowd well what about uh peter oh i don't see peter in there there ain't no peter all i see is a crowd of what people all right then i'm going to i'm going to pick you out i want to find peter where's peter in there he's not how do you know can't see him well, look closer. See, that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. Then, uh, those who cannot or that are bound by science tend to make up words and create fake diseases, like pareidolia, saying if you see faces, you are delusional. But Yet, you can see a physical face and you're not delusional, but if you see a face and are freaking delusional. They created that never hurt anybody or killed anybody, never hurt anyone, and they called it pareidolia, and it has kept the lid on this entire phenomena up until now. Through that, lid no, not listening to your stupid word. Your one word, pareidolia, which isn't even spelled like a freaking word. Look it up, people, please. Look it up and then trash it. Throw it in the trash. All right, 12 minutes, quick round table. How important is the, the Webster phenomenon to the world? Does it have significance to anyone's daily life? Let's start with Kim. How important is TWP that. to the world?
3: Very, very important. I just wish more people would be paying attention and not...
0: Okay, but why is it important? How is it important to the world?
3: Well, when they start coming down, you don't want people to be changing their gitch, do you?
0: Why do you think they're going to come down? (laughs) What makes you think that?
3: Well, Revelation.
0: So, Revelation does say that there are going to be beasts and entities that enter our reality from through the sky. Yes. And actually from clouds. You're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. So, that is why it's important. Brenda, give us your synopsis on why uh, it's important.
2: Sorry, I only caught half of what you said, but I'll continue anyway. I think uh, the Webster phenomena is really important to the world because it gives us... Sorry? I'll just keep going because you're you're breaking up. So it gives us an insight into... Yeah, yeah, on my end you are. I caught every fifth word, half of one word. (laughs) Same on my side. (laughs) Hey? Did you get that too? Yeah, he's all breaking up for me too. Yeah, same. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. With the I think just, just, yeah, shh. Yeah, we're good. We'll we'll just continue because we can hear each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's it, it's it's the start for spirit to get people to look up and for people to start accepting that there is something more divine in this universe than they ever thought was possible. And I think this, um, you know, whether you want to see divinity as God or as E.T. or, you know, the elementals or however you want to see it, I think it's something that people just need to open up to. And that's what it is. It's the opening up of the heart, of the mind, of the complete senses to allow people to connect with the actual universe that they live in. And it's when that they start to do this that um, is the important part because people are so disconnected and that's why it's important that they see this because it is the start, as you said, in Revelation for what is coming. And what is coming is beyond what people have slumped into or shutting down. Their minds have shut down. They only see themselves. They don't see beyond anything anymore. And I think that's why it's important to humanity to start seeing this and to start opening up. And it is way beyond what current science has to offer.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, can you hear me?
1: <laughs>
2: I can hear you yeah. now.
0: Can you hear me now?
2: All, yeah, okay. all your words are together now. That's <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, this wonderful internet thing—they still haven't got it perfect, I, I think. So, when I begin to start getting louder, I think is when it starts to break up. So, I'm gonna—I'm going to utilize my newfound maturity, everybody. <laughs> uh, um, I'm—I'm with—I I totally agree, with the, and it's things. Like
2: oh Kimmy, he's gone again. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. I thought
1: it was. You break it up. You break it up. (laughs) That's
3: usually my issue. (laughs)
2: Uh, Sorry, Patrick. Uh-oh. It's gone, Kim. Yeah, I, try, doing I doing tried to just oh, put you.
1: myself on mute. It didn't work. <laughs> You'll have to dial in,
3: in the last eight minutes.
0: <laughs> Man, this, we might as well just go back to dial-up, right? <laughs> Remember the dial-up sound? Oh, Jake. Remember that? It's like Squad 51. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs>
0: Is really bad. So, everybody, we're winding down the show now. It's kind of what we do. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like sex, you know? We get in there, we get all crazy, and then we just calm down, have a cigarette, <laughs> and just relax. I don't even remember what that is. So. Okay. Um, uh <laughs> but you're you're both sounding like prophets, and um you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with i, I think self proclaiming uh, uh, as a prophet, but uh to if you're if you're doing what the definition is, then there you go and think about the mormon the l d s religion and and how that was all derived from somebody that looked into a stove pipe hat. At a rock. Oh, I'm sorry, a seer stone. Yeah, a rock. Okay, so, you know, (laughs) he looked at a rock, and hey, if you look at this, it really is that, that is, this, the Webster phenomenon is much more prophetic than the looking into a stove. Pipe hat at a rock and saying that you see new lands not saying it didn't happen I'm saying that it's pretty far-fetched but we won't worry about far-fetched because hey the Webster phenomena can easily be looked at as far-fetched but how dare anybody say that it's bullshit prove me bullshit Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's bullshit. It means that there may be something lacking with you. I'm the one bringing something. And believe me, if I didn't see this, I would never make it up and put my ass on the line like this and just to get my name out there as the guy that says that there's reptiles in the clouds? Oh, please. Why would I ever do that?
2: I mean, we why put up with we we enough shit in life. Why would we do that?
0: Exactly, man. Exactly. Brenda wouldn't do that. Kim wouldn't do that. You can hear that we're all clear-headed, intelligent people, We talk, we speak with confidence about this. We're not a bunch of drunkards trying to become somebody and throwing out Nibiru and and all of this stuff. Hey, I say the word Anunnaki because I can show you an Anunnaki, and I can show you the symbols on their skin or their suits or their hats or whatever you want to call it. I can show you the characteristics of Anunnaki, and we know that... One of the major characteristics is the hands. And I don't need to get into that now. It's just going to create a bunch of confusion with everybody. Man, they're reptilian beings. They do not look like the reptiles that are on Earth fully. But just look in the sky, man. If you start to see some alligator-shaped faces, continue to look at it. If you see a pair of eyes that are dark and almond-shaped... I don't care how big they are. I don't care how small they are. Just follow it. When you see the trail going across the sky, follow the trail. People, we're here for you. We're not here for ourselves. That's why we stopped doing so many podcasts. It was starting to be like we were here for us. And then thinking like, oh, let's see, how can we advertise on this and make money. Now we need to get away from that because that's not the focus here. That's, that's, when you start seeing that focus, that's when you know that somebody's not thinking of your best interests. They're thinking of their own. It's okay. That's how this society is. I want to thank everybody for, for listening to this show. It's a very important show. Kim, I want to thank you for for spending your Saturday night
1: here.
3: Well, I'm glad to be back. It was a long long time so well, I quite enjoyed we've had it. It lot. was a really good show. Yeah.
0: We've had a, a lot of long breaks and we're I feel that when we take these breaks, we do mature in the Webster phenomenon we come back with a different perspective for everybody to grab onto. And go back in our archives, everyone, and listen to number one. And listen to number ten. This is 60th show. We're becoming old standards on the blog in the world. So uh, I just I want to say uh, happy to do this first And an amazing supporter of the Webster phenomenon since, uh, since the industry. She has brought this to the point where I want to bring to everybody. And I'm able to her have support. Brenda, thank you so much for, for being part of the Webster phenomenon and, and sticking with me through thick and thin, you know? Happy birthday,
2: girl. Too. <laughs> and can I say something before we go
0: sure can you got one minute
2: I got one minute and then you can finish up with your normal ending you know okay so it is that we do not live by scientific bread alone we live by admiration hope and love
0: that is the truth Thank you so much, Brenda. Thank you, Kim. Happy birthday to you, Brenda. Enjoy your birthday you. on the 7th.
2: I will. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh,
0: everybody, I will be posting when we're going to have another show. We'll try not to make it two months. We'll try to make it right away for you as soon as possible. We still have some huge stuff to bring you about the moon. Oh, man. We're just, we're swimming in it. All right, everybody, you know, let's say it all together. All us three. One. Two, three. Be good humans.
1: humans. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your We are the